On today's show, we'll break down week two of football, a quick breakdown of the scores. We're at the Outer Harbor today. We have the last week of the kickball regular season, the week two of the Buffalo Bills, UB Bulls, the bright spot in all our hearts, and the Sabres preseason just started. Here we go. This is the Amateur Hour with Game On Sports. Welcome. We don't have our, our normal voice guy. Marty is not here today, so our intro was lacking slightly. I don't even remember what he normally does. I, I, I'm just here for the music. I don't under, I don't know what he does. He has that deep Marty voice that uh, takes care of everything for us. So. Yeah, he has those deep pipes. Unfortunately, uh, he's uh, out with a back injury today, so he was yes. unable to make it. So we're, we are here filling in for him at the Outer Harbor. For kickball, we have uh, Alcoholics and what did they say their team name was? Roundhouse Kickers. Let's see. Round, I, I think it's. Let me check it. I think it's Roundhouse Kickers. Yes, it is Roundhouse is Kicker. No, Road. Wow. Whoa. Road. 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 Roadhouse Kickers is is who it is. So, yes, Alcoholics for. I think that is the. Unless we're repeating seeing the same team, this has to be the eighteenth team that has the name Alcoholics against Roadhouse Kickers. Yeah, but it definitely looks that way. I will point out that no one, no one has beaten Mysterious white male as a team name no one will be yeah i think i was uh no suspicious suspicious white male. White mysterious is even better. better yeah mysterious white male no yeah suspicious white male is a great team name so yeah we're we're brandon uh me and brandon wow this brandon is, and i brandon and i my english is not great brandon and i this i'm tim chagru uh we're hanging out here at the outer harbor uh we just want to remind everyone to follow us on social media at game on buffalo across all platforms follow us on facebook Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. You can follow me at Tim Chagru on Twitter. And for Brandon, you can follow him at Brandon Seclary. And for Marty, he is the Wiley veteran. Yes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's very cold. I'm actually going to complain about the weather. You it's, know, it's I'm cold. It's comfortable right now. I actually I'm I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt and it's uh it's pretty nice out. No, nope. it's a little buggy. That's probably the only complaint I have. It's a little foggy out. So I, the art installation that they have out here, they put the numbers one through nine and then zero. And I at first thought, oh, maybe it's just, you know, a semi-permanent. Those are attached to gigantic concrete blocks in the outfield. So those things are not going anywhere anytime soon. So you would think that. I actually asked, so I'm out here every Monday and I asked a couple questions regarding this because, well, one, I'm not, I'm the last person to ask art about because I don't understand how this is art. It's just numbers, but... Those are only scheduled to be here for a certain period of time, and then they are leaving. So I don't know what they're going to do with the big cement blocks that they're sitting on. It'll just take up field space for us is all I see it as. Yeah, I, they're not, they're not going to stay there. What are they going to put there instead? I don't know. I mean, I guess they're, I, obviously you could put lots of things on there, but they look like they were poured pretty specific for the numbers. They're good-looking numbers. Numbers 11 through 20 and just start. Yeah, they could start over again. And just Maybe they'll do the alphabet next time. <laughs> 
I don't. What's the? I don't even know the tenth letter of the alphabet. What it would be A through A B C D E F E H I J J A through J is what it would be. But yeah, so it, we're out here. I debugged the uh, I debugged that bench we're on. There were spiders all over it, and we're watching some kickball. Uh, we miss Marty. He's not here, and Jeff is traveling to uh, New York City for work tomorrow. So it's just the two of us. Uh, it, we had a, as you would know, you were there all day. We had a very very hot football Saturday. It was it was incredibly warm out. Yeah, I was there from 8.30 and I probably got out of there just before 7 o'clock and the afternoon hours were a little bit brutal. So I applaud anyone who was toughing it out there or who had to ref. Uh, I know a couple of people had a, as most a, as much as seven games that they had to ref on Saturdays. So thank you for, for helping us out with that. And hopefully the, you know, Marty talked about the football weather on the last podcast. Hopefully that comes around soon because 80 degrees and sunny and sweltering heat is not my ideal football weather. I mean, that's what we expect to have in the spring for the championship games, but not at this early in the fall. It was hotter than 80 degrees. It had to be. It felt hotter, but I don't, I mean, I don't know the exact temperature that I get up to, but yeah, it was, it was relatively warm. Well, I had a triple header, so I had two games for laces out, and then we had the one game for talent juice, and as you know, People were dropping like flies by the one our one o'clock game. I I know I was done. My whole body was giving out on me. I know uh, Brian, our one wide receiver, his body was giving out. The one receiver on the other team, and we just I think what five minutes left. We just decided to lots of cramps. Yes. Lots of people who didn't. Wow, that guy just drilled that. That's a home That's run. That's going to eight. Yeah, it's going to the number eight. It's going between eight and nine. So, <laughs> holy, he's he is jogging it in. Yep. The ball is still not even in uh, into the infield, and he just touched home plate. <laughs> That was a that that ball was crushed. Um, yeah, so it was it was it was a hot one. Um, not a good day for a triple header, but it was uh, walking around and then seeing some of the scores as they came in, putting together the uh, the score sheet that I run down. I, I still am under the impression that from week to week, I have no idea who's going to win what game and who's not going to. I I can't I can't I have no idea is key. Depending on who is there, that's what's going to make the difference in the game. I mean, even if you look at the the bougie ballers, I believe is how I heard Bo- Al pronounce it. Is it bougie? I believe it's bougie. All right, I will I pronounce it. Has... it. I said boogie. Yeah, it looks like boogie, but I believe it's bougie. I think so. I think boogie has two O's. Maybe that's the difference. Um, I don't right. know, but um. So Al and Frank were not there for the first game against the Stunners, and the score showed because uh, they didn't have someone to play quarterback for them. And then, wow, another. This is going to be another home run, I bet. Yeah, uh, that's a home run. Oh, t- hats off. Yeah, it's another home run. Oh, yeah, he's cartwheeling to home plate. <laughs> oh, I miss kickball. I miss playing kickball. Yeah, it's not as easy to do that in softball. Yeah, I'd rather play kickball than softball. Seeing I can't hit the ball in softball, I'd rather. This is this is more my speed right here. And you throw a, uh, the ball like that guy, and I think it's the Volkswagen commercial, when he's like, all right, son, you put your left foot forward, and then you throw with your left hand as it's like all screwed up. So completely wrong? Yes. Comple- everything he describes is completely the wrong. The ball goes where I want to go. <laughs> I might ruin my arm, but hey, as we all know, game on sports, no matter what it is, it's life and death. You have to win. Your whole body is on the line for these sports. Absolutely. So I'm going to I'm gonna tear my arm just, just to make sure I get a play from um, shortstop to uh, – to first base, but uh, the D four scores real quick. Um, Philly, so we had another tie. Philly special and shattered dreams fifty two fifty two. Show me your TDs fifty over threat level midnight seventeen. Fersinius big. I probably said that wrong again. Fifty two shattered dreams thirty. So shattered dreams when uh well they actually lost and tied. 
Balls deep. Bounce did not bounce back after their week one win. They lost their strategic financial solutions 54-22. Goat Sack takes down North Buffalo Knights 33-31. And Strategic Financial Solutions loses a close one to Boozin and Losin 35-34. Those are your D4 scores. Take a breath. Yes. <laughs> Whew. I don't know what hair product you have in, but there is a swarm of bugs above your head. Yeah, well, <laughs> as I just knock my yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna say, man, they're just are all over the place there. They're all over, they're all over us. Just look above us. Yeah. Um, so boozing and losing. I believe that is like kind of like a spin-off team of can't two and touch this. They, it is. They, but yeah, they are in D no. D four D. F- no, did they get moved down? No, no. Uh, boozing and losing is D four. Can't two and touch this is D two. Yes. But we played boozing and losing in week one, so maybe they got moved down. I don't know. Yeah, they did. They did. They did get moved down. They did. Okay. Saturday morning quarterback club is so good that they instantly knock teams down a division. That's how good you guys are. Yeah. Well, if you look at our points for and points against, we are 66 points for and 65 points against. So our second week uh, with uh, Joe Jungo at the helm did not go as well as our first week with Ragavon at the helm. Did you um did you get to take a look at any of the D four games this week, or why you were roughing or walking so, around? I don't believe I got to see any of the D four games. Uh, okay. I did see a little bit of Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow took down Bamf Ninjas in D three. They did early on, uh, with a confident win. I believe they won that by two scores, like forty two to twenty eight or something along those uh, lines. Bodak Yellow took down well D three. Bodak Yellow took down Bamf Ninjas forty six forty one. Bishmo. I was much closer than yeah, I remember. Yeah, Bishmo lost a touchdown there. Touchdown there bounces back after their week one loss. Beat Bishmo at 66-36. Labatt Blue Ballers beat Saturday Morning Quarterback Club 57-6. We're, we are actually going to be researching this game because I feel like someone threw this game not somehow, throwing. somewhere. Uh, Poles and Holes beats Not Fast Just Furious 52-23. Not Fast Just Furious loses again to Shake and Bake 64-16 and Costa Spartans 36, tight ends 22. And that's your D3 scores. Yeah, your team threw that game. They had to have, right? No, no. so uh, Marty and I are strictly wide receivers for that team. So uh, without Ragavon there, Joe Jungo stepped in at quarterback. And by, we, s- by stepped in, you mean? He stood back there and threw the football. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. And it didn't go as well as planned, that's for sure. Uh, but we didn't play defense at all either, which which definitely hurt us. Uh, I dropped an easy interception. Uh, Marty and I playing the deep safeties are still trying to figure out, you know, just communication back and forth. So it's a work in progress. But uh, I think we'll turn things around. I won't be there this week, unfortunately. So Yeah, where are you going? I am going to Allegheny. Uh, it is my anniversary this Thursday, uh, four years of marriage to Christine. So we will be going away for the weekend, just the two of us. Well, that's so nice of you. Yeah, we're going to go kayaking on, uh, I think it's called uh, Quarter Lake, I believe is what it's called. I love kayaking. One of my favorite things to do. Absolutely love it. Yeah, you had a blast when we went the other day, yeah. the four of us. Kayaking is work. It is not relaxing. It is hard work. And you sit just because you can't balance the beer when you're kayaking and you spilt it twice. It, it's not fun. You were you you were just so when you're out there, what do you do? You just sit. You enjoy the the water. You uh, sit. You paddle. No. You enjoy the scenery. You get to see some awesome awesome uh, silos while you're going around, especially if you're on the Buffalo River. Very nice. Very peaceful. Yeah, I know the flies. The flies are are pretty. They're not even biting us. They're just there. They're just like, like an inch above your head. 
And and then so we're I'm sitting here talking, and the next thing you know, just one falls on my computer, and then I look up, and there's hundreds of them flying over my head. So this is I'm just gonna try to not look up. Yeah, it's the humidity seems to be seems to be what's causing it. This is horrible. So uh, I, Jesse and the Rippers, they are in D3, I believe, correct? No, they're in D4. They got dropped down also. Oh, they did. Okay. Yes. So so I saw uh their two of their games. They're a good team. Um. They have, uh, I don't know his name, but they have one guy who's incredibly talented uh, as offense, and a lot of their offenses revolved around him. And he also had quite a few picks. I can't think of his name, though, unfortunately. I want to say it's James, but that's probably 100% wrong. I, I, they're in it, so Jesse and the Rippers are a very interesting team where they were in D4 and they dominated. And, I mean, they, they won their games by a decent amount. Uh, they won the D4 championship. I believe it was the same team in D3, and then they just struggled to find their identity, if you will, in D3. Maybe some players didn't come to a lot of the games. I know I was watching one game, and half of their team came running up at close to halftime, so maybe it's uh, people showing up. But It y- looked like they had some uh, newer uh, females on the roster as well, so I think some of it might be just figuring out uh, you know, how the, how the game works and the rules and you know, hopefully they'll get it together and they'll be able to move back up. I think they went one and one. They split their games that I that I ref. So I was refing both of those. Sorry, I'm looking. Where is Jesse and the Rippers? Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't think I heard you read their names. So that's why I'm pretty sure they are in D3. But wait, I are they not? Are they out this year? No, they're definitely there. Did unless they, they changed their team. They name. changed. They had to change a team name. They're. They're. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm looking through the scores and I'm not. I'm not seeing. No, not they're definitely on there, unless they unless they change their team name. Let's look. I I'm telling you, they're not on here. And <laughs> unless the bugs are bothering me that much. No, I don't see them either. They change their team names. Hmm. Jesse and the Rippers, tell us what your new team name yes. is. Yes, yes, please tell us. I refed that game. I should know. I wasn't doing the score, so I wasn't looking at it. I think it was. I think it was a late a late name change, uh, because the first. So when obviously before the season we're all getting together trying to you know break down scheduling and what's going to happen, I saw Jesse and the Rippers in D four when so they were one of those teams. In that one email that Joe sent out to everyone, I believe that they were one of the teams that they were one of the teams that got they were moved from D three to D four. And I saw Jesse and the Rippers on there, but now going through this thing, I don't see him anymore. I don't know. Maybe so. they they didn't Vontae, did they? <laughs> they they just quit it. <laughs> they just they Vontae <laughs> Davids game on and just quit. I I don't think so, but. Did you see Chris Rich QB? I, yeah, I, no, I mean, I refed the game. He was definitely there. Well, let us I just know what the team name I, was. I, no, I'm trying to. Maybe they were Shake and Bake. <laughs> what is their team name? Uh, we don't know. Don't but know. While you're doing I'm that, trying to find it while you're doing that, I'm going to quickly run down D2. Yes, yes. So No Suit for You stays dominant, 44-8 to over the BBC. No Suit for You again, 71-20 to over Rainbow Sprinkles. Rainbow Sprinkles lose again to Bougie Ballers. Bougie Ballers come back and uh, lose to the Stunners, minus Alan Frank, 60-30. to 30. Did the, the Bougie Ballers have a triple header? Uh, no, they played two games. They played Rainbow Sprinkles and they played Buffalo Stunners. Okay, I thought you said they played no soup in there. Maybe I was confused. Nope, Rainbow Sprinkles. Rainbow Sprinkles played no soup. Okay, Um okay. And then the Buffalo Stunners took down Conquistadors 38-20. to Also want to take a look at that team because there's no way this is the same team that's dominated D3 and D2 the last couple seasons. Um, the Little Giants 
lose to Laces Out, 44-16. Injured Reserve take down the BBC, 50-34. BBC still looking for that first one of the season. Conquistadors, 38. The Hulks, 34. And a very close, entertaining game. The Hawks squeak out a win. Laces beat Laces out thirty-five to thirty-four. I'm I'm still I still can't find, I can't figure out. Uh, it's gonna kill me until I figure it out who they are. Listen, uh, I can tell you right now they're 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 not on there. So their name is completely. Uh, different. No, I know their name is different, but now I'm trying to figure out what their what their current team name is. That's but so Tim's gone for the rest of the show. He's yeah, just, this just is gonna, gonna bother. I'm just gonna look at my phone. <laughs> This is gonna this gonna is gonna bother him until yeah, it's it the, is. I I watched the game. I should know who it was. I I do I do want to point out that They're No not. Soup for You has a hundred and fifty nine mm, points in three special. games and fifty six points against, and then Jordan's other team losing streak has two hundred and fifteen points scored and a hundred and eighteen points scored against. They are going to put points on you if you play any team that Jordan QBs. Yes, they are. They're not messing around in either division. And they want to make that known, which I don't blame them. You know, look, there's been plenty of there's been plenty of seasons when the Wanderers just absolutely destroyed teams, and we're not bashful about it. So I don't blame losing streak or no soup for you uh, for running this, especially after they went 0 and 10 that one season, to you know being in D2 and wanting to make sure that that does never happens again. I guess that's a that's a small victory for Laces Out that they didn't they didn't have a chance to run up the score on us. We kept it semi close and. Uh, but yeah, for so I mean I can speak to my games. Uh, you know, our first game was we did pretty good. We it was a close game in the first half, and then we figured out our defense and kind of pulled away in the second half for forty four sixteen. And then the second game we had the I mean we had to lead the whole game, and uh, it was just kind of back and forth. We finally found, uh, figured out the Hawks' uh, offense, um, and. Driving down, I guess. I guess a lot of quarterbacks and teams can figure this out because I asked a lot of people's opinions. Where we got the ball back with about four minutes or something to go in the game, and we were up by one point. And I went to Jeff and I go, Jeff, is it possible for me to run this score? Just run the timeout if I run around. And he goes, Yeah, if you run around for a couple of these plays and waste time, you'll be able to run the score, uh, run the timeout. So we're driving down the field, and it's obviously I get the girl plays out of the way first, and then it's just focusing on trying to run, run the timeout dumping it off, running around as quick as I can. So we get to 5-0 with about 25 yards to go, and uh, there's about 45 seconds left. Uh, they then put a guy on me, so I can't really scramble as much as I was. I see I see JD right at the one-yard line. I throw the ball to him, and he makes a really nice catch and goes in, and then we go up by 7. We gave them 39 seconds left. They drive down, and the worst thing you can do is we're up by 7 points. And the worst thing you could do is give up a girl touchdown. And there was a girl just sitting there, wide open, uncovered, no one around her. And that's how we lost the game in the last play of the game. But I spoke to you. I'm like, I, it, I was, I didn't know what to do. It's like a point where 5 0, he's open. They're probably giving it to him. I should have just thrown the ball away, and then the game would have been over. Yeah, you could have ran the score out. At, uh, ran you know, the timeout. Ran the timeout. Yeah, ran the score out. Yeah, yeah you could have easily just uh, scrambled around, taken a couple of seconds off. I did that, and, or I tried to do that. And the championship game we played against No Soup for You in D3 a couple years ago, I took off as much as I could, maybe like 40 seconds, 45 seconds of just scrambling around. Uh, I don't know if it helped us at all. I mean, we ended up winning, but I, you know who will do that is the Wanderers will do that. Frank will scramble around as long as he possibly can, and then he'll toss the ball back to Sal, and then he'll run around as long as he can, and then he'll they'll just keep doing that back and forth. And I've seen them take off a minute 30 off of the clock by doing that 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a learning experience. I'll probably do that next time. But I mean, it, the, what sucks is I don't even want to. Say, I knew exactly what to do, but for some reason, I was like, oh, instead of running around, why don't I just score? And that was the whole plan was just to run out six zero. Didn't happen. Uh, so yeah, so one and two. It was a lot of fun. The game was really, really fun. Um, so we kind of figured out our defense and moved on from there. But um, yeah, so D one score D one scores losing streak as we just mentioned, as their their high powered offense wasn't good enough to take down the Wanderers. They lost sixty to fifty seven. Talent Juice takes down South Buffalo fifty nine forty four. Hogan and the Flying Pierogies take down Lost in the Sauce seventy four to thirty six. It was a blowout. Menace to Society were the really toast. <laughs> really close game against Totes, 34-32, and then Totes come back and lose to South Buffalo. Very unhappy. Shattered Marty. Dreams, their name is Shattered Dreams. I finally found it. <laughs> Totes McGoats loses to South Buffalo, 58-52. Very, very unhappy with Marty. You ask him what happened to that game, and he goes, well, I scored on every drive. That was his response. Apparently. Did he score genders on every drive? I don't know that. So, I know. I, 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 you know what? Ha- I mean, Marty even said it. They took this game for granted. They thought they were very easily going to beat South Buffalo. A couple of their members went and played for no soup because they kind of lose a couple team, uh, they, lose a couple they, players, yes. and they just took them for granted. They thought that they had the game in hand. They were, you know, they saw the score from last week of South Buffalo, and it was a trap game for them. And it was good that we saw South Buffalo play right beforehand because then we didn't take them lightly at all. Um. And so I did get a chance to look at the so for losing streak because losing streak lost to Wanderers. Uh, they stayed with them neck for neck, but this is how Wanderers wins games. And if you looked at the score sheet, eight two, eight plus two, eight plus two, eight plus two, eight plus two, the entire way down. Every single scoring drive that they had, they got a gender touchdown and or a female touchdown, and then they added two points afterwards, and they got sixty points. So they had six times. That's all their scores. And losing streak uh, had 57. So they're almost there, neck and neck with them. But Wanderers made up points that way. And that's how they won. Uh, it's it doesn't just, surprise me. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's what they do. I remember Mike O explaining that to me. They don't, you know, they know they can make up points even if they turn the ball over on defense or on offense. Well, that was a big reason how we beat um, Flying Pierogies at New Air Field. Yes. Where they were dominating us, but they kept on getting male scores, and we kept on going, all right, guys, we can stay in this. We just need to keep on getting girl scores, and that's how we ended up winning the game. It was close at the end. I think we got the ball last or so, and yeah. we ended up winning the game, but that's a huge dig. You got you got to include the girls, and you have to scale or girl touchdowns when uh, you're in there close, and that's the that's a big difference moving from D4, as I've noticed, D4 queuing all the way up to uh, D2 is – you, you, you every single time you're down there, your main goal, guys run out the one. If it's not the last down, and girls, you need we need to get girls scores, and that's how in the Hulks they they, as much as I rag on them, I mean they have they have I guess they have one guy who can sprint down the field, and they have the long ball. But when it comes to girl scores, that's how we kept up with them because I would we would get down there and we'd score girls, and that's the only reason we could we would be able to at least keep it a little bit close, but. I'm, I, you know, as much as I love the heat, I am very glad that that's over with because it was, as I said, my whole, that one, the one catch right before halftime, I went to go up, the whole calf just cramped right up and I went down. I thought you were going to have to be amputated on your, your leg was going to have to get cut <laughs> off the way you were laying on the ground. Uh, so finally, yes, I finally found Shattered Dreams. They actually tied 52-52, but the guy who I was talking about on their team is uh, Malcolm and he is uh, an incredible athlete. 
and he's been on I think he only plays on Shattered Dreams so any team that you know I have no idea whether he'd want to play in a second team or not but anyone who's looking for an incredibly athletic and talented person I've I've seen at times Chris spotty he's, hands. he's poaching he's yeah. already poaching, poaching. I, I've seen at times spotty hands but the guy can run and uh you know there'd be times where he'd look like he was exhausted and then you know he'd catch the ball and you just see this this burst out of him you know running down the field and he's he's what keeps them in games so so I, I just thought of this, but it, I, I think it could be, bring up a good topic here. The biggest complaints, refing and playing in this league, I get recently are pick plays. It, it's such a judgment call. So, and I've had it called for. I've had it called against. There, I, I just, I just don't, I just don't know. Like there was a simple play where. I mean, we we ran the same play. I mean, everyone runs in man play. You just do crosses. One person this way, one person the other way. Especially on the goal line yep. is when it comes in. Th- so this we were at midfield, so we weren't even close. So we're running one way, and we go the other, and then we've been doing this all game, and out of nowhere they're like, oh, I'll pick. So where's the discrepancy here between what is and what isn't? What Do you know the exact rule of what would be written, written down here? I think a lot of times it is just – if you see it, because it is tough. There's a lot going on in the goal line, and it's a judgment call. You know, sometimes if you're if you're running your route or if you're looking back towards the quarterback, run, uh, you know, looking for the ball, it's not a pick play. And that is tough to judge at times, especially when there's so much going on. Say it's, you know, you get a team uh, that sprints up to the ball and they drop the puck and it's set and they go right away. You know, you're trying to shout out the clock. You're trying to remember the downs and keep everything, you know, the number of uh, female involvement plays. Sometimes it's tough to keep track of. And, you know, last second down there, was it a pick play? Sometimes it's tough to see, especially with only two eyes on the ball. Yeah, it's tough. And, it. it, I mean, you know, I'm getting better. Did not argue the call. I kept my mouth shut. It was just something that every single time it comes up, if I'm, you know, if I'm running the fields or if I'm refing, playing wide receiver or quarterback where I just have there's no consistency and I don't think there actually can be consensus consistency with this because it's just different every time and it's the number one thing I'm just seeing everyone I mean everyone's going to complain about it I just don't it's just hard when we are running the same exact play every single play and then out of nowhere and it always happens when it's a huge play it'll never be like a drop they won't call it we had Tyler ran a perfect play and it got called back because of a pick, but I was just curious because I mean, as I said, even even working for the league, I still have I don't know what the exact. So I believe it was in the the Stunners game. I called a a pass interference on the defense, and uh, you know, a player came up to me and said, you know, I don't I don't see that called that often. And I said, look, it's non-contact. Uh, you both went up for the ball, but you know, it wasn't even that you know he wasn't looking or trying to make a play on the ball. But I thought, in my opinion. He hit the uh, the receiver's arms, and they knocked him to the ground and prevented him from catching the ball, and not because he made a play on the ball by swatting it away or anything. I just, hey, that's a pass interference. You know, I'm on the far side of the field, but I had a good angle on it, and sometimes that's just it. People, oh, how'd you miss that tag? And, you know, there's a bunch of people who are running around on the field. You don't always see everybody. It, this I mean, at this league, I think all, I think all, co-ed touch football leagues are all about more more position than anything get yourself in the right position you don't have to worry about making contact and a prime example is I got beat on a long ball uh talent juice game 
I ended up was, run- it, was it Joe Jungo running? No, no, no. This is a different. This uh, who you know he's really good. He plays on South Buffalo. I covered you. I have no idea what your name is, but that's the guy I'm talking about. I really want to know what his name is. He so him and I were running down the field, and I was just in a horrible position. I was behind him when the ball was in the air, and knowing that. I can't run through a receiver. I put myself in bad position. He ended up scoring. Now where you're going to get people throwing their hands up in the air is when someone's in that position, you try to go through the guy, get knocked down, and it's a pass interference, and then you start complaining, well, this is a no-contact league. You can't run through a receiver. So I just I went up. I mean, he's taller than me. I, I tried to knock it down. I didn't do it, and it just put, I put myself in a bad position, and that's what it is, and so, I just think more players need to realize that. So you have a few options. So it's... Uh Andrew's probably your best guess because there's an Andy and an Andrew on here. Then there's Ben, Daniel, and Jeremy. I'm assuming Morgan is a female, but I can't tell that based on – there's no profile pictures on here. I'm just looking at the roster on there. So one of those guys burnt you deep, and you want to congratulate them. Yes, so. yes, I do. I did. I gave him a nice little high-five afterwards. I, I, He did not burn me, by the way. I just want to clarify that. I actually ran past him, <laughs> and I got behind him, and I talked to him on the sidelines – and I go, I feel like I read that completely wrong. And he goes, I thought I was reading it wrong. I thought it was underthrown. You thought it was, I thought it was overthrown. So I went behind him to kind of catch it behind him, and it was just horrible. So no, I did not get burned again. I just put myself in bad position. If that's how you want to tell yourself to help yourself sleep at night, then that's uh, that's okay. I blame I, the captain. I mean, captain, you put a five, you put a five six, five seven at best cornerback against a guy that's like six two. What do you what do you think is going to happen? Uh, you have to play uh, taller than your height. You know. Okay, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> also, wasn't that the description <laughs> of Sammy Watkins? He Sammy Watkins. He plays taller than his height is. You know, he, he goes up and high points the ball. How and was that even a thing? You play taller than your height. I only can play as tall as I am. I, I don't know if that was the exact description, but I almost imagine that was the evaluation of it. I want to. So, I, speaking of our team, but he also plays on BBC. But uh, Pat uh, had a, a huge play for oh, us that yeah. sealed the game. Uh, he had a pick in the end zone against South Buffalo. And it was on sixth down, and we're all thinking, oh, all he had to do was knock it down, and we get the ball back. But he picked it off in the end zone, and not only did he run it out of the end zone, but then he ran it, and he flew, flew down the field uh, past everybody on South Buffalo and then stopped at the goal line, which is smart play. You should always do this, and was able to get it to a female for a female touchdown. It sealed the game. I mean, it was the game winner right there. Yeah, he's he, he rocketed out of the end zone. Yeah. He went, and once again... Don't go in the end zone. If that, <laughs> yeah. Do not, if you're a guy and you pick it, don't go in the end zone. The worst thing you can do. Wow, Lauren wasn't kidding. It is foggy downtown. I can't even see the, yeah. what do we call it now, Seneca One Tower? The the huge, massive, vacant building, building in downtown Buffalo. But you can't even see the top of it. Uh, you can't see where the logo would have been. It's incredible. You know what it is? Up. We just uh, we're gonna fight through the elements while we're here. We're between the bugs and the yeah. fog, we're gonna fight through. Josh it. Gordon's flying over on his <laughs> way to New England. <laughs> um, so for the Toad South Buffalo game, I didn't want to touch on that a little bit because it was what. And sadly, it was Marty that lost to him. But he, as I said, he always brings up, um, you know, players, and they have to show up. And who's there? This came to a point where. He had players, and they decided not to play. And then, so luckily for them, they you know it was eighty something degrees outside, and they tired him out. But watching their defense, it, it it did look like that they just they thought they had this in the bag, and they and South Buffalo 
clearly thought they could win. So, yeah. No, I never take any game, uh, you know, you can't take it for granted. You can't take it as though it's already in the bag. I forget what the phrase is that I'm looking for. What is it? I got nothing. Something there you don't take any opponent opponent lightly. I can't think of the phrase. That is a phrase. Yes. I don't know if it's that simple. But it's not the one that I'm thinking of. And and then you know then Totes other game they beat Menaces of Society and we had uh, one of their players we had one of their players um, guest pass for laces out because we were down a bunch of players and they came over and and you know one of the things they were saying was like oh you know I'll even say it. they're like oh this league you know you know it, it's soft and. And they just started complaining about it, but it goes back to the conversation we were just having, where it's a non-contact league, and the play they just, the play they explained at the end, their player made a phenomenal play to knock the ball out of a guy's hands. You can't do that. Yeah, once <laughs> once he has secured the ball, even if it's for a split second, and it gets knocked out, it's a catch. I mean, it's just that's part of the rule. Now, it comes back to being a judgment call, and this came up. Someone asked me about this as well. And it's it is so tough. It's so tough to call and uh, correctly apply it each time. But you know, it's if you see it, you'll know. Hey, he had that, and then he knocked it out of his hands. Or if it's like that, where it's at the snap of a fingers, you know. Hey, it was a football play. He made a great defensive play. You can usually tell by watching it, and it's not always easy to do that. And it's it's easy to say it from the sidelines when you're not there trying to, you know, watch for everything else or keep track of the clock and all of that. Now, obviously, I know people will say, well, then what are we paying you for? But it's it's not easy. It's not easy. Ref. Yeah. That, that's what I, uh, Honestly, though, we do need more refs. Like I said we had someone who was an Ironman out there and did seven games or so. And, you know, the other thing that having more refs would help us do is open up uh, a fourth field for games, and it would allow us to, you know, potentially end earlier, depending on how more – how many more people we had committed to refing week to week. And it's not an easy commitment because I've done it before. Mm -hmm. And so I get some people don't want to dedicate that amount of time. But, you know, even if you did a game or two and you're willing to do that each week, it would it would help everybody out a lot. Yeah. If, if anyone is interested in refing contact, I mean, if you see Joe at the field, email Joe, you can say something to any of the game on employees. And if as mentioned, like that's a big that was a big reason why I kind of steered me away from refing at first was I didn't want to commit. But just give Joe what times you can work, and will he'll work around to get you a game or two games, and that will I think that will eventually help all of us out. And on top of that, it it really puts it into perspective when you're on the field playing, when you're actually when you ref a game, because you're seeing that it, there's only two of you, and you know to, to sit there and complain because they blatantly missed a call. Well, it, it's it's horrible to say, but if they didn't see it, there's only two of them, and there is twelve of you. So I, I recommend everyone refing, and if you were one of those players out there and we know everyone is out there, they're going to sit there and complain about every little call, ref a game. Yeah, give it a try. <laughs> give it a try. <laughs> give it a try. <laughs> uh, actually, I was, so I mean, and, and this was really bad. This is my college roommate did this. He actually handed his whistle. He refed basketball, rec basketball. He handed his whistle to a guy in the crowd and left halfway through. I don't want people to do that. Vontae Davis. He vont yeah, he vontaed, he vontaed the game, but he was like, maybe you can do a better job, and he walked out. You know, It is tough. It is tough to, to be out there and see everything, and not everything is a flag. No, not every – and instead, it's like, in, it's like in the NFL. There's probably stuff missed on every single play. You can't see everything. And it, this is co-ed touch football. I mean, I, that just, it should end right there. And, look, I've definitely yelled at refs of before. Course, yes. I've <laughs> – 
I've been right up there. So I, you know, I'm not any, I'm not anyone who's, you know, should necessarily be talking about. It. I would like to think I've been better in recent years. Uh, but yeah, I, I, anyone who uh, is, has thought about it or considered refing, I just email Joe, jpjungo at, at game-on-sports.com or shoot us a message on Facebook and, you know, we'll have you shadow somebody and, you know, you can, you know, get signed up. So we are always looking for people. We had two open slots this past weekend. Uh, I believe Isaac stepped in and took those. So, you know, there's always there's always spaces to be filled. Yeah, and sorry, so that was a little tangent I wanted to go on there because I just, well, one, I think it's going to help everyone. If we can get four fields running at on every Saturday we're, and we can get, all get out of there earlier and the amount of, um, I said, I'm one of them. I mean, I, I have yelled at many, many refs. I mean, you can probably ask. Paul was one of them. I blew up at him one game, laces out, and I asked Jordan. I blew up at Jordan. Uh, I think it was for a, I think it was a talent juice game. Um, so I'm definitely not, you know, not one that doesn't do it, but I am trying my best not to just because of, I know what they're going through. And I had, uh, luckily we had someone step up and I apologize. I don't know your name. Uh, he plays on Bodak yellow and he refed, uh, his, uh, Corinne, right. I don't know at all. Yeah. He's their quarterback. I believe, I believe he's their quarterback, but he played in the blind draw tournament with me. Oh yeah. So I'm sorry. I apologize if I'm pronouncing the name incorrectly, but I believe that is his name. So he repped his first game. It was our laces out first game. And I got the team together and I explained to them like, this is his first game. If he does a call wrong or anything goes wrong, try to hold back. And if not, maybe say something to Jordan because Jordan was on the other side and Jordan brought this to my attention. And I, the last thing we want is every single player in this league to start, you know, complaining about every little call, and that's going to deter people that want to ref. And all that's going to do is drop the amount of fields we can play every single week. And we want to get more people to ref so we can have more fields to play every week. And yeah, especially when on a day when it's like eighty degrees out, I think it was Gordon. He had two shirts wrapped around him just to keep the sun off of him because it was brutal. You know, towards the end you get a little bit of uh, relief from the shade, but other than that, yeah. Anyways, enough on referees. Yeah, sorry, I did. I didn't. I did not plan on going down there. But uh, just a quick, just a quick rundown of the top, top division, uh, the leader of the divisions after two weeks, um, in max of four games. We have one team that actually played four games already. So Talent Juice, defending their title, is still top of top of Orange Division defense, is what's keeping yes. us there right now. Yellow Division, no suit for you, dominating, in the Yellow Division, Purple Division, Bodak Yellow. Moving up and instantly going to the top of D, uh, D two and purple, and the brown division. Show me your TDs. I've mentioned multiple times they are not they're not messing around. So, no, I I think it's a I'd have to go and take a look, but I, I it seems like it has to be a completely different team. Uh, what Bodak Yellow? Yeah, I don't think so. I a lot of familiar they would, faces. They must have had the biggest turnaround I've ever seen going. Ofer almost in the beginning of the season in D4, and then... Same core. I think they've added some pieces, but obviously that was, you know, even Weldon touched that in himself of, you know, not having necessarily enough people each week was the, the biggest problem that they ran into. Okay, and then some uh, some quick uh, some quick rundown of, like, next week's game. Big games, I think, are coming up. Interdimensional Lightning Falcons against Still Running, I think, is going to be a really good game. That is a D4 game. And also... Hey, Bodak Yellow, you want to show you belong in uh, the purple division? You have touchdown there uh, next week. So that's going to be, the, I think that's going to be a really good game. In, incredibly, incredibly good game. Yes, and that's going to be a good game in D, 
uh, D2, D3, the purple division. Uh, another one, if Al and Frank are playing, Bougie Ballers and No Suit for You. And then Bougie Ballers come back and play Laces Out. That's another, um, But the number one game is uh, for me would be No Suit for You and Bougie Ballers. And then in... Um, hey, we got uh, Pierogies and Totes Magoats is going to be a good game as well in D1. I mean, that has that has to be the game, right? I, I would think so. I mean, it's always a huge <laughs> matchup. I I believe I believe do they do they play it? So nine they play at noon. Noon. Smack dab in the middle of the day. All right. Also, one thing that we definitely definitely need to mention. Uh, huge thanks to Adolfs for stepping up and uh, being the bar sponsor for us this year. Uh, you know, we weren't sure if we were going to have one. Joe reached out to them. Uh, I un I was unable to make it over there this past week because I was there at the fields all day. But they have a huge patio out back, a uh, mm -hmm. big selection of beers. That This coming week they should have a full menu from 10 on. Uh, they they didn't have it this past week because it was on short notice. Huge back patio. I don't know if I already said that or not. You did. I, I didn't make it back there. Um, yeah, I didn't make it back there. But I will say, so if if they they jumped on, they jumped on late last, they jumped on late last minute and uh, – you know, I, I don't think they were ready for the amount of people we were bringing in, but don't let that deter you for next next week. They're going to, obviously, they're going to have a bigger menu. They're going to have a couple more bartenders on. They just jumped on real late. I, I really like the place. It's one of the closest bars to my, uh, where I live. Abode. My abode. And, uh, yeah, and it was a little hot in there if I need to nitpick, but I doubt it's going to be 80-something degrees after this. Yeah. But I the five, food five, is really good. 555 South Park Avenue, I believe. I couldn't tell you what the address is. Google will tell me. Yeah. But <laughs> it's uh, uh yeah, it's on South Park Avenue. It's uh very close to uh to the fields. So Yeah, if you know where if you know where Carbone's Pizza is, it's across the street, right on the corner of South Park and Hamburg. I I loved it. Um a, a team got let me try a wing there. It was really good. Food's good, the food's cheap, the beer's cold. Uh definitely stop out afterwards and it's going to be a lot of fun. No, I absolutely. So yeah, big thank you to them. Looking forward to uh, being able to stop by there. So I I will not be there this week, which also means that Brandon, you will be making your first D one start. I am for <laughs> Talent Juice. <laughs> yes, I will be making my D one uh, premiere uh, for QB. So I'm looking. I, I you know I'm looking forward to this because if I somehow pull off a win, I will have wins in D four, D three, D two, and D one. Uh, you might be one of the few who have done that. Yeah. I want to say Jordan probably has done that because he's he's he has to have wins in all four divisions already. We'll have to look into that to figure out who it is. But I might join an elite club of having a QB win in each division. Uh, we are playing tight butts and sweaty nuts. They made the championship game a couple uh, what two sessions ago, so it's going to be a really good game. So I'll see what I can do. I'll try not to let you down. I can't promise anything. Um, I'm going to be bringing a little bit of your plays, a little bit of my plays, trying to mesh them together and figure out what's going on. I think we might have like a Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady moment here. I I, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, other games to check out, I would definitely check out either of the Banff Ninja games. Uh, they're a fun group of people. Um, I know I've mentioned their team before. Uh, we had a video posted of them on Facebook, although it was Bodak Yellow uh, making a great defensive play, but... They're, you know, I've we've played against them a couple of times, and they're just they're just a fun group of people. They're always out there having a good time. Jeremy always has a fantastic attitude with everything, uh, you know, coaching people up and just making sure everyone out there is having a good time. So I would highly recommend checking them out if you're there hanging out the fields. 
Total Recall against Labatt Ballers. Total Recall hasn't played a game yet, so this will be their this will be uh, Hogan's premiere in uh, D D three. Yes, yeah, he is taking over and uh, for Total Recall. Yeah, there's a couple of teams that haven't played a game yet. I don't think Ty Butts has played a game yet this year either. Good. <laughs> no practice. That means you have no See, uh, film we, to study. We should have we should have let him guess who's going to queue for that that little advantage. Wait until wait until game time. That's if people are listening. No one is. No <laughs> one is. But <laughs> yes, Total Recall is uh, is playing. But yeah, definitely check out those Banff Ninjas one. Is it Banff? Yeah, Banff. Yes, Banff. Banff. Okay. Yes. Standing for uh, Build a Machine Fitness, uh, which is Jeremy's gym. If you check it out on Facebook, I highly recommend it. He always has great videos up there of uh, parkour type stuff and. Uh, training for being a ninja, essentially. I mean, that's literally what the guy is. If you watch any of his videos, he'll be down at uh, Canal Side, and you'll see him take, uh, you know, a sprint almost, jump from one railing to another, land backwards, and then do like a backflip off of it. It's it's remarkable. I I love watching that guy's videos, so I highly recommend checking it out. Jeez, I can't do that. No, I can't. I, can't. I can't. I could probably. I don't even think I could jump up on the pole <laughs> and land on my feet. <laughs> I can barely step over with you know using one leg at a time. I couldn't walk Saturday night. Oh yeah, that's right. I did see you because you are <laughs> the cramped leg. Yeah. Yeah, you saw me late Saturday night. And I I was contemplating death. I was. It it just took everything out of me that day, and it, it, I was so exhausted, and um, my body is. It can't do what it used to. Apparently. No, but we were both able to get up and uh, go to the Bills game the next day. Yes, yes, we were, and the tailgating was fun. I had a great time tailgating. We actually uh, there's uh so there's uh quite a few of us who were there, and at one point we had quite the flip cup game going on. I believe uh fifteen on fifteen. Uh, there's a bunch of people from game on who were there. Unfortunately, the females uh, male versus female, and the females took down the men uh, twice. <sighs> Two to so one. In a best of three. I think it was. I think we had. 16 and maybe it was 16. like eight on eight it was a no it was no it was like 32 people then that was like it was more than eight on eight yeah it was way more than eight on eight. we had three tables lined up yeah so it was a lot and we have we found enough you know everyone around us to uh get men versus women and you know there's a couple people i'm not going to point out that uh that let the team down they did this one guy had a horrible form in flip cup he did a one-handed yeah who you, who le- tries to rest the cup and then flip with one hand that's you terrible rest the form. cup with one hand and flip with the other yeah it's a rookie good. mistake rookie mistake but yes it was a lot of, uh, tailgating was great um the game was the second half was entertaining the there's f- the, f- the first was not yes yeah, so I, I would jump into the bills a little bit so there was not a lot to like about the first half. Players from the Chargers running wide open. Uh, it was nice to see them at least make it interesting in the second half. You know, there were two scores down, but the defense had a lot of stops. And, you know, I think as Josh Allen gets more comfortable with the offense, even you, you notice it playing a quarterback in game on, the more comfortable you get with whatever plays that you commonly run, the more you're confident that, hey, I know this person's going to be in this spot at this time and I'm going to be able to throw the ball to him. Or if I'm looking off the safeties in this direction, I come back to my left, I'm going to be able to I'm going to be able to hit a pass. So hopefully, I imagine it somewhat translates to an offensive playbook in the NFL, but as he gets comfortable with the plays and running the playbook, hopefully he grows. Like, the guy can make every throw on the field. So... I I uh I, I definitely should have kept my mouth shut until I watched I guess it sounds horrible. Well, I'm very Sean McDermott here, watched the tape. 
but the All-22 comes out, and season ticket holder, we get Game Pass for free. Comes out Tuesday. So I went back, and obviously there's a, there's so many things on Twitter they'll show you. And I complained to you all game long. Tim and I sit right next to each other. He, n- no one's getting open for him. There's no one in the middle of the field. So I will say there was no, the routes in the middle of the field need to be a little bit more, but there was a couple plays where there was people running wide open and he didn't see them. Completable passes that he just needs to either get the ball out quicker or, you know, if he just scans the field for, you know, hey, that's not open, that's not open, to the left, someone's wide open. I think Clay, uh, Clay Char- Charles Clay, yep. there we go, Charles Clay wide open a couple of plays to the left side of the field and he just... You know, he, he bailed out of there a couple of times. So that one play that he was rolling out and Charles Clay was waving his arms. So cover one. If uh, do you, I don't know if you follow cover one on Twitter. Him and yards per oh pass are the two that I follow. So good. He broke down the play. The whole play was a rollout only going to that side, and he was just drawing to the other side. So the play wasn't supposed to go to him. Obviously, a little bit better of a QB, more experienced one, would have saw it. But his whole mind was going to the other side of the yes, field. Yes, yeah. And, but if it's not there, you got to know, hey, I have this outlet on the back side. Yes. Um, so I will, um, good luck, I guess, uh, in Minnesota. I will be in Green Bay in a couple weeks, so that's yeah. going to be really interesting. And Two cool stadiums that the Bills will get to play at. I at least have that to look forward to. I, the, defense is, the defense played much better in the second half. I, I have no idea if it, I have no idea if it was fueled by Vontae Davis retiring halfway through the game, which is incredible. And, of course, it has to happen to Buffalo, of all things. As much as we get a bad rap in the national media, for that to happen, it's just easy for them to point out, oh, it's terrible to play there. This place is horrible. Someone retired halfway through a game it was so bad. I think it says more about the player than it does the team. So he he sent out a statement. Was it his body? Didn't he kind of blame it on like it just like his body? No. I, I skimmed it. I was very pissed, so I didn't really read the whole statement, but it sounded like he said his body or something. They he could. just thought he couldn't do it anymore, but you play in the preseason. You have to wait until halfway through a regular season game to know that you can't do it. just seems ridiculous to me. I, the, and I've, I, I know people have said, uh, you know, it was Lorenzo Alexander. I mean, I've seen people do it. I had a kid who played and quit halfway through a game when we were adults, you know, like 17, 18. He just left halfway through a game, and it's like, what are you doing? We had to finish with like eight players, but he couldn't stand the coach and was fed up with it. The pr- the problem I have with it, whatever you want, you don't want to play. You rag on Buffalo all you want, whatever you don't want to play. It's like, it, it sounds corny, but like people like you and me who would give any, I would, oh my lord, I would give anything to pl- like have the ability to play in the NFL, and this guy has it, and he just quits, and then not even us, but. There was people on the practice squad giving their giving their all and everything to try to make this football team. You could have gave a spot to someone that would have done that, and instead you just quit. Or even just the team, you know, hurting the team. There's someone who in camp was battling for that position yeah. that could have made the roster, but they had counted on you to be either a leader in the locker room, you know. And I'll look at people like Fred Jackson or somebody along those lines who maybe doesn't get a chance if someone does that. Because he was a practice squad player, worked his way onto the roster, and then eventually made it. Maybe it someone like that doesn't get a chance because Vontae Davis is, you know, selfish. That selfish. I don't know. I mean, I don't know it's what's selfish. going through his. Yeah, I don't no. know what's going through his mind. I don't know. You know, maybe it was an injury, but to just he le- left the stadium. 
him. I mean, put on, you could have you could have been in handcuffs because you got too drunk during the game and watched Vontae Davis walk by you as they were walking you into the cell. You know, he was in street clothes leaving. It was ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, I think Kyle Kyle Williams said it best is that he, he's where he needs to be is what Kyle Williams said. It was a great thing to say, and exactly, we don't need him here. And I feel I feel bad for him. I really do. Just, for Vontae? No, fuck, fuck. Fuck Monte, yeah. but Kyle Williams. I feel bad for him. Like I would, I don't think he came back for this type of team. I don't. I thought he would. I think he thought they'd be a little bit more competitive than what they are. I mean, I think everyone thought they were going <laughs> to be more competitive than what they are. I, who knows what they did to convince him to come back? Maybe he thought he had another chance of making the playoffs. Maybe he just wanted to be here one more year. Who knows? I, he has a person who's right behind him that hopefully he maybe that. They were hoping Vontae Davis would do in a starting role is, hey, you've been in this league. You know what it takes to, to make it work in this league. We have some younger people on this team, even though we do have a fairly older roster, but we do have some youth. I mean, middle linebacker is 20-year-old guy. and So maybe having someone else that's a veteran like that can show them the way or show them their ways. You know, It, it takes a lot to, to be in the NFL for as long as some of those people are. I just don't know. And another thing that really pissed me off before the game was I don't know how you can see this team and cut a wide receiver and bring on another defensive tackle when we need wide receivers. It just made no sense to me. We need a slot wide receiver. And I will point out, Brandon Riley would have been a solid slot wide receiver for them, except they released him, and now they don't have any wide receivers. And Look, they bring Just up- because his name is Brandon <sighs> doesn't mean he's good. All Brandons. No, you know what? I'm not going to say that because I don't know all Brandons. Most Brandons are awesome Yeah, good. Like Brandon Whedon, was he good? Yeah, in college he was. I'm not saying they're all good in the NFL. Wait, wasn't no? Because he's. No, I'm thinking of Chris Winkie. But didn't Brandon Whedon do the same thing? He wasn't good at baseball, so he went back to go play football, and then he got drafted, and then like, stunk. He got drafted like 25 or something. I believe that's what he was. He was really old when he got drafted, and then he played for Cleveland. And who hasn't played for Cleveland? But uh, I just they need a wide receiver. I don't. Or or an offensive lineman. Anything. Yeah. Just a whole team. I don't know what it is. It's just frustrating. Yeah, it's tough to watch. Hey, look, they looked way better in the second half, so it's something to build on. God, I hope it's not like that the rest of the season because it will be rough to watch. Can we can we grab any of the UB players and have them play up with us? I would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Is, there, is, is Khalil Mack's brother really good? Do we know? So I mean, I, I knew Khalil Mack was going to be good. I didn't know he was going to be as good as he is. I remember watching him in the Ohio the Ohio State game when UB played at Ohio State, and he had two picks early on in that game and like a forced like a sack strip fumble and a touchdown, and he was like manhandling that game. He also had another caused fumble that would have went back for another touchdown, but the uh, the refs blew this call where they said he was out of bounds or he recovered it. It was like a touchback or something like that, some garbage call like that. But UB would have been up like 21-3 to in that game against Ohio State, and then Ohio State took over from there. Yeah, I was on the I wouldn't give up the draft picks for him, but after these first couple games, I would give up the draft picks you, for him. I mean, the fact that John Gruden – so people – this is the thing. People are like, oh, the Bills are the worst organization in the NFL, and you look at – teams like the Raiders and how are people not ragging on the fact that they paid John Gruden a hundred million dollars for 10 years and he traded away their best player he's the best player on their team you could argue maybe Amari Cooper or Derek Carr but Khalil Mack was the best player on that team and they traded him away he Uh, could be the best player in the NFL yeah yeah he could 
He very well could be. And he went to UB, which is incredible. And then you have Arizona, who's garbage. I, for everyone to just sit there and try and point at the Bills and say that this organization, the owners, the city, whatever, I, I can't stand it. And I just it bothers me all the time when I hear people talk about that. Because we hasn't we haven't won. That's why. It, that's it. Um, I someone br- uh I don't want to take credit for this, but someone brought up a a stat. It was before the Baltimore game, and yes, I know we got blown out, but Baltimore Ravens are supposed to be known as this fantastic, you know, everyone wants to go play for Baltimore, and Buffalo is the laughing stock of the NFL. The last five seasons, I believe, uh, Buffalo was. I mean, I I don't know the exact. Buffalo's like forty and forty. Let's say the last five seasons. And Baltimore was like 39 and 41 or 41 and 39, like so close, but yet they are completely different of what the viewpoint are of each team. And it's just because we haven't won. All it takes is look at Jacksonville, the laughing stock of the NFL. It took one outspoken guy who hasn't proven anything in the NFL and a lucky trip to the AFC Championship game to be thought of this great organization and everyone wants to go there. It takes one winning season. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, we had a winning season technically, and we stuck it in the playoffs. I think if we had, if we beat Jacksonville in that, it's a different story. It is. It's a different story. Yeah, it, it definitely is. But yeah, so you, UB, close to your heart. I love UB. You, so no, they're three and zero. They're three and zero. When's the last time this happened? Do you I know? think they said like 1983 is the some of the stats that. I, That's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, they were. It was so. There was I forget the guy's name, but when we were in college. And the NCAA was still, you know, on PlayStation. I'm playing. My uh, my buddy Joe had three roommates who played on UB, and we're sitting there playing PlayStation. And I remember making a comment like in front of them about how bad UB was. Like they were like the worst rated team in the game. And I'm like, oh come on, he totally would have caught that. It was UB, and the guy's like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> like completely forgetting that he played on the team. And this this for them to turn around and go three and zero is just absolutely incredible. What was that? Yeah, you want to yes. hop on? Hey, we got we got we got a uh, we got a straggler Potential here. Guest. We got a we got a we got a straggler here. Yeah, it's it's pitch blackout, and uh, Brandon and I are still hanging out here, finishing up the podcast. What's going so. on? Nothing much. How you doing? Good. Uh, what team are you on? Pitch, don't kill my vibe. Oh, nice. You can sit down if you want. We're going to probably be here for like another 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, so. I'm running a little bit behind. i got to go to PA right now. So uh, why, why do you got to go to PA? Uh, I'm doing a work training. I wasn't going to play today, but my team was like, eh, we need you to play. So so how, was it worth staying around? Or? Yeah, yeah. I had the game-winning sacrificial fly, and we won 10-9, to nine, so it was pretty nice. Oh, nice. Oh. Cool. How long have you been in the league for? Uh, three years. Yeah, same team? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been bouncing around on another team, but this team I've been with since we started. So And you, you – you kicked the sacrificial flyer. Yeah, you call, okay. I you, kicked it. Yeah. So. Look at this. No wonder he wanted to pop on. He wanted. Yeah, absolutely. To, he wanted yeah, to brag a little bit. <laughs> so is that uh, put you guys in a playoff position then? Yeah, I think that we only lost one game this season, so we should be playing. Uh, should we should be in the playoffs? I would. Nice, so, nice. Yeah. Sorry, you didn't get to see Marty's beautiful face today. I know he's the one who's normally here, but he threw his back out, so he was unable to be with us today. Oh, it's all good. I feel bad for him. Hopefully. Yeah, we're hoping he uh, he turns it around and feels a little bit better. I well, hope he doesn't so. get to play football and then uh, totes lose to flying pierogies. But sorry, um, that means nothing to you. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah. No. So have, how have you enjoyed being here at the Outer Harbor? Obviously, I know it's tough with the, these late games that uh, you know the, we have to we have some lights that run out here to try and help out. But it definitely is. Uh, you could be the better team, and then the second it starts getting dark out, 
I mean, if you can't see, you can't see, and it's uh, it's pretty difficult. So I liked that we started 15 minutes earlier today. That helped out a lot, but uh, it's just you could be winning. Like we were winning last week 9-1, to one, and then the team scored like uh, nine runs in one inning when we just couldn't see the ball anymore. And yeah. You could be really good, but when they can't see the ball coming at you in the outfield, you just keep dropping it. Yeah, so. you, can't, you, can't, uh, you can't catch what you can't see. Yeah, and that happened to us today. We were up, I think, uh, five or six to two, and then they scored – six runs in the last inning there and then we went up and it was kind of the same thing we were cranking them so it's like you just gotta figure out do you call the game early or do you keep playing and i so i mean i umpired for a while and i always it, it especially when it becomes a safety thing it's a little bit different with the kickball than it is like a softball sure, someone yeah, you, you know less likely to get hurt with that but yeah that's the only time i'd ever call is if i thought it was unsafe but if it was a close game i always had a hard time of do I call it revert to the previous inning and the team that is now winning now loses? And, you know, I never, I, I never wanted to do that to anybody. When you have the judgment call, there's no, there's no way you could please both teams. No, no, nope. there's no, no, no way to do it. No, so. We were just talking about that earlier. There's no way to please both teams on that. Do you play any other sports? Yeah, I played soccer at Buff State. So I'm kind of a retired athlete trying to do a <laughs> co-ed, don't get hurt. You got to go to work type thing. I was playing, uh, I was playing indoor soccer, but I kind of just retired from that too, just cause it's, just a little too much, you know, roll an ankle or something like that. At least here it's like yeah. I stretch beforehand, I take it easy. If something feels a little bit, uh, it bothers you a little bit, you just go, okay, it's kickball, it, got to stop, you know. It's a fun way to meet people. Uh, obviously, some, you know, some of them we take it a lot more seriously. But in the end of the day, it is just a great way to get out and still exercise without really thinking about it, yeah. you know, I like, run around. I like kickball because it's pretty easy to get a sub if your team's shorthand yeah. player. But like softball, you're saying earlier, I have like a really hard time getting someone to play, especially a girl. Uh, yeah, you get a girl, absolutely. You get someone that has never played softball before; they can get hurt. So you can't. You yeah. don't want them to take a grounder to the throat or something. Or something. even you know, even if you put them at catcher and you're like, all right, you just have to stand back there unless there's a play at the plate, and then someone's gonna gun the ball at you as hard as they possibly right. can. Yeah. And then who really wants to come and play on a team and just stand behind a plate? And yeah, it is so tough. It's tough. It is tough. It's uh, it's same with kickball, but we at least rotate our catcher. Yeah, and the girls are pretty happy with it, so it works out pretty well. All right, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I definitely have to get out of here though. But so. no, no absolutely. Hey, thanks for oh, your name again. This again, I'm Richie. Richie. Richie, Tim, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Tim. Absolutely, thank you for hopping nice on with us real quick. No thank problem. you so much. How Appreciate it. Look at that. Yeah. Finally, so many people offered to jump on, and I know. he's the only, he's the only one, one to actually came do it. <laughs> and it was what was your what was your team name again? Okay, perfect. Pitch, don't kill my vibe. Ten to nine. No victory. one killed their vibe today. No one killed their vibe. No one. No one took. Is over. that your ball you were kicking? There you go. Um, but yeah. So you. So hopefully they win again. I don't. Um, do you know who they play? Uh, Week four. Let me look it up. Um, but you know we, we. So we said here we talked a lot about you know a lot about our football league game on football league went through the Bills. Um. We still have our, uh, our our Buffalo Bills tailgate that we have coming up for the for the Titans game. That's gonna be around I don't know October tenth, October eleventh. Neither of those are Saturdays. I believe it's the seventh, October seventh. No, I'm talking about the Bills tailgate. Yeah, October seventh. October seventh, Bills tailgate. Ever, all the information yep. is on uh, Game On website. Sign up for that. It's a really good time. I know Marty, Tim, and I were gonna be there. We're probably gonna be podcasting from the tailgate. Try to get some people's. So it's uh just for it's uh. You can find all the information on the website. You can sign up for just the tailgate party if you have a ticket already to the game 
or if you're looking for a ticket, uh, Joe has a block of tickets that he'll be getting for the game, and you can sign up for both the tailgate party and the ticket. Uh, jumping into hockey, so not only for Game On are we going to be having our indoor hockey sessions going to be starting very soon. Uh, we play at a church on the east side. We've had six teams about in the past, but it's always a ton of fun, so that should be starting up soon. And as well as January, we'll have our pond hockey league starting up. But the Sabres, they have their first, what, home preseason game today? Yeah, they, uh, they're they actually going on right now. I'm, I, can we see it from here? Uh, yeah, or is yeah. that blocking? I th- uh, Yeah, I think that, no, you can see the key bank right there. I can't. Okay. Right. Yes. 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 We can see Keybank from right here. So they had a they had a really good lineup in right now. So it looks like they are up uh, one nothing in the second period. Um, I'm looking forward to it. That is uh, a glimmer of hope. Hopefully. So this is the, <laughs> I will say this: if the Bills are bad, it'll be a saving grace if UB just dominates this year. And it's always much more fun in Buffalo when the Sabers are playing well. I was here briefly for it i granted it's like 10 years ago now when they were really good and you know the parties in the plaza and everything where people are just really excited i you know this is a fun place to be when sports teams are playing well it's just very very limited the amount of time sports teams are good i know it was crazy the uh the one year i mean keep on going back to ub the one year they won the mac it was crazy around here like everyone was huge i mean was it turner gill yeah, was Turner it? Gill, uh, and you had James Starks, who played in the NFL and the Packers for quite some time, and then Drew Willie was in the CFL. He played for, I think, the, I want to say Agronauts, but I don't think the that's correct. The only team I know, yeah. so I'll keep on going back to them. Um, he played in the CFL for a while, and then Naaman Roosevelt, was uh, he was on the Bills for a couple of games as well, but he bounced around the NFL for a while, and then he, the, he was my sweet mate, but he played on the Colts. I, I can't for, remember his name, but he was number thirty for. Can't remember for your sweet mate's name. I, I mean, I we briefly talked. I fixed his computer a couple of times. That was oh, about it. Best so, friends. Yeah, no, we were best friends. Uh, but I, oh God, I can't remember. If his he name. became big, Tim would have been best friends with him. Nah, he didn't remember who I was. No. So. Oh yeah, um, you're that you're that guy that fixed my computer. But yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but they this season is going to chalk up to be much different than that season because to get even. In, to the MAC championship, you know, I have the the hail mary pass that Drew Willie threw to Naaman Roosevelt. They show it all the time. Yep. On Facebook to end the Were game. Were you there? Oh yeah, I stormed the field. I can officially say that I've received a 15 yard penalty in an NCAA football game <laughs> because I was on the field and they threw a flag on all of us. Oh, so. that is hysteric. Because um, they still had to go out and they had to kick the extra point, so they had backed him up like 15 to it 20. Didn't matter yard. though. No, it didn't matter. They just kneeled it smartly because if. In the college football, you can return it, you know, at the time. Storm the field. field. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I looked at my uh, my buddy Patton. We're like, I, I guess we're going on the field. We're oh. in the student section. Oh, you go. We jumped over the railing and stuff onto the track. It was cool. It was a, a really incredible experience. But, yeah, the Sabres are over there. I'm really looking forward to the season. Uh, Jack Eichel, Jeff Skinner, Rasmus Dahlin. The, the team should be good. They should compete or make the playoffs. They have the players this comes down to the system that the coach is going to do, but that's starting up right now. I think we have about two or three more weeks until the actual regular season starts October. I think the first week of October it's going to start up. But, yeah, and then we have our hockey league. I've been saying it over and over again uh, when we were trying to get teams for the summer. Any of these football teams that, I don't even if you don't play hockey, it's, it's a blast out there. And the place is really, really, uh, the place is a good place. It's right in the middle of. Uh, right off the 33. Right, it's right in the middle of everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The thirty. You're talking floor hockey, correct? Yes, correct. Uh, yeah. It's the City Expressway. Uh, it's the church right off the thirty-three. 
Um, you know, it's a fun setup. We have a good group of people who are there, always looking for more teams to play, uh, always looking for females to play as a co-ed league, and uh, females get two goals if they score. Uh, just a way, same as it is in football, uh, to get them involved more in the game. And it works because it does when work. teams want to come Definitely back, works. they're putting all their girls out there to yeah. try to score some goals. But it's a lot of fun. Um, but no, I, uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm once again, I go into, you know, to kind of re- I go into the next week, this coming up Saturday, very nervous about playing D2. And now I'm getting thrown in to D1. D1. Yeah. I'm even more nervous now. But uh, Tim doesn't care about our team or anything. So he just books vacations when uh Hey, you gotta spend some your some spend some time with your significant other. So. No, no, you don't. She lives with you five days a week, seven days a week. <laughs> As we sit here <laughs> and it's pitch black out, we're talking into microphones. Yeah, she doesn't need to see me. She sees me all the time. She's uh she's doing something right now. But Tim will be off kayaking, I'll, and yes. I'll be leading Talent Juice to a victory, and they're gonna bench him. I have I have full confidence in you, Brandon. Oh, thanks, Tim. Uh, so right. we have uh, also coming up. Uh, our fall awards party is going to happen at some point. I don't know exactly where, but that will be coming up sometime in October uh, and or November. We have our – I'll even throw this out there now. Now the fall, fall football season, we'll have indoor football at some point. We had both Friday and Saturday nights for registration last year, but most teams ended up playing on Friday. Uh, we also will have, I believe, curling we usually do. Yes, at the outer har or at the inner harbor and uh, canal side, as well as pond hockey, and we t- we try it every year, and I really wish we could, but we try cr- uh, broom ball every year, and it's so much fun, but we never can get enough teams. Yeah, it's it's tough, and then uh, we'll have the winter kickball tournament, which yes. is in February. So I definitely want to keep Early. reminding people about that. Uh, what else do we have? Anything else? That's it. That's all the stuff we got to remember. I mean, we have a lot more stuff coming up. You can obviously, if you have any questions regarding anything, reach out to us at the field, email us, uh, or just go on the game on website. Joe's really good, and we're really good about posting stuff on there, uh, the updated information that we have. But we have a lot of stuff coming up just because it's the winter and kind of getting into the uh, colder season. Uh, we still kind of keep up to date on certain sports and getting everyone together because, I mean, that's the main reason I'm in this is to keep uh, to kind of hang out with everyone and make sure, you know, I, I – the the big thing about football is you know you don't see people and hang out with them when football season's over with but will you know that there's a lot of people talent use laces out that you know we have other sports just to kind of hang out together on certain days yeah absolutely uh you know lots of lots of friendships started uh lots of marriages potential marriages from really? from game on oh i'm sure potential I'm po- potential yeah there's some people who are still dating but aren't married <laughs> okay <laughs> Tim's already marrying people. <laughs> yes, Tim's I'm, already putting, I'm putting people together. People together. <laughs> Everyone likes to play matchmaker. Uh, I want to remind people to follow us on social media at Game on Buffalo across all platforms uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Yes, Snapchat. We don't have a LinkedIn account, so don't look for us there. Uh, Boomerang is that an account or is it just no? A thing? That's just a thing that you okay, use to post know, on I the other no social idea. medias. Okay. WhatsApp, I don't know. This, these are things <laughs> that I've heard of. Uh, Want to give another big shout out to Adoffs for stepping up and being the bar sponsor for football. Please make sure you go and check out, uh, you know, doing the bar challenges after there. And just, hey, it's another opportunity to meet some different people in the league. It's the one thing I wish I did more often uh, when I was younger. So other than that, Brand, you have anything else? We look forward to Marty being back and uh, Trish 
Esposito is going to be our guest next week. I don't know what day of the week we'll be Did doing. You say she was out of town? This week. Today? Next, yes. All right, Trish, I'm calling you out. Saw you at work multiple times today. She was. I, she said she couldn't do it this week. She's right. flying. I think she's gone Tuesday right. through Thursday. Trish, I'm calling you out. I saw you at work, and we said hi and had a conversation. <laughs> so I know you're here. <laughs> uh, but anyone who's interested in being a guest, please. I know we've had a couple people reach out to us, but we're all always looking for new and different guests. Um, obviously, we're doing this at the fields in hopes that we get a couple of people who we wouldn't meet otherwise to jump on and just you know give us a little bit of their story. Uh, but uh, future guest that uh, Adam Curran has expressed interest in coming on, so he'll be on an upcoming episode. Jordan soon to make a reappearance. Yeah, Jordan will definitely be making a reappearance Lenny. at some point. Lenny, we would love to have Lenny on. Lenny was going to be here today, except he was making chicken, and I'm not kidding you, that was his reason. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Kelly Kane would be someone we'd love yes. to have on in the future. Uh, Brian Jennings, I would love to have him come on and talk some wrestling with us, I think would be really cool. Uh Anyone else who's interested, please just let us know. Uh, but other than that, thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been another fun episode of the Amateur Hour.